Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to Nerdin' Out. Happy 2020, happy new year, all that good stuff. Um, welcome back. This is our first episode of this year, technically. Indeed. Our, also, yeah. I am here, Nathaniel. Nathaniel's here. David is not here, but that is okay. He is, he's busy working working and living his okayest life. <laughs> <laughs> But we, we love him and we miss him. We'll, we'll, we'll work him in somehow. We'll work him in somehow. You'll see when. Um, I just want there to be like an abrupt cut, like during the middle of a conversation and just like have David like go on a, a ramble about something and then come no, back. That would be really funny if we like said we'll hear from him in some form and then you just hear Rah! or like some scream. Rah! I do have like a lot of sound effects of him. So <laughs> I could just, I could very well just do that. That would be great. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, You'll yeah. probably be hearing a lot more from us, but minus David in the same capacity. Yeah, it, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, last year we were we were kind of disappointed with just kind of like our lack of consistency, and um, a lot of that had to do with just like scheduling. All three of us, you know, had jobs that prevented us from doing this as uh, regularly and frequently as we wanted to. Um, David. Uh, David made a point to, you know, for us to continue and meet, even if he wasn't available and then we'll, we'll find ways to get him in. And when, when he can work, he will. And when he can't, that's fine too. So this is, this will be kind of the, the format for kind of like what Nathaniel said for the foreseeable future. This could be for the next couple months. It could be sooner. He's looking to get a new job where he'll have more flexibility when it comes to hours. So if you have any job openings available, just <laughs> let us know. If you know any ways to get him fired, that will also get him on the podcast. Well, I mean, the thing is, that it would have been it would have been really easy for him to get fired if he had a Twitter now, because then people could just dig back and find something from like 2008. That's true. If he made a joke, yeah. like you said, 11 years ago. Right. Um, or made a random reply to a photo. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so this is 2020. Um, it doesn't feel different. It feels me. different to me. It does? It does, because... Uh, so, towards the end of the year, I wasn't having the best time. Mm. And I told myself I need to have a new perspective for the new year. Like, I... I'm, I'm a big believer in... And this isn't a self-motivational, like, <laughs> whatever podcast, but... It totally can be. It totally can be. <laughs> Follow your dreams. You can be Mario if you want to. Plastic surgery allows... <laughs> Uh, but I told myself, like, I need to have a different perspective for this year because this last year I've had a really pretty consistently bad perspective. Mm. Kind of just like things are not going to turn out all right. Things uh, just not fatalist isn't the word. It's more like just I had too much depresso in my espresso. So <laughs> I decided I'm going to set some goals but I'm not going to make resolutions because those always are a trap for me. Like I make these resolutions and then I get disappointed when they don't come to fruition. Yeah. So I told myself I'm going to get, <clears throat> I'm going to get a really good job by really good. I mean a job <laughs> a and job. I'm going to write more this year. And I yep. just told myself I'm going to leave it broad for now and just, just focus on those two things. Okay. And I'm going to allow myself to spend more time with God and just more time with friends and we'll see what happens. That's good. Yeah. So I'm stoked for this year. 
yeah. Of course, that's how I started last year. But <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, last year, I mean, was great. You know, if, in a lot of different ways, but it was mm-hmm. also you know hard in a lot of different ways. I learned a lot about myself last year and kind of um, what makes me happy, or you know what I or realizing that, you know, I don't really know what makes me happy. It's just kind of a lot of those things. And, um, I didn't mean to go down this dark, <laughs> kind of dark, sad thing, but yeah. Um, you know, I'm seeking out therapy this year and, you know, and I have, I, you know, kind of same thing, same thing as you, I have a different perspective on how, you know, life is. And, you know, it's not about, you know, tearing myself down to the expense of others. It's, you know, you know, learning to like love and appreciate myself for who I am. And mm-hmm. a lot of that comes with, you know, refocusing, reprioritizing, um, this first month, uh, a lot of it, my, my wife and I are, um, we're giving up, uh, streaming like, um, every night pretty much we would watch like something on Netflix mm-hmm. or like watch a series on Netflix last year. That was like a, a routine that we always had, uh, this, this first month, um, instead of, Netflix after dinner or something, it's going to be like either like quality time or prayer or, you know, you know, reading something from the Bible. We're going to be really intentional this year and like starting by um, just kind of like refocusing. That's so, great. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so this 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 beginning, the beginning of this year is going to be exciting because like we're moving, we're moving, having more space. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be able to have. You know, and that def- definitely uh, gives you like a new, fresh type of feeling. Yeah, yeah, it definitely beginning. does. Yeah, I think like when it was New Year's Day, it didn't feel different to me. Like it didn't feel like a new year because I was like, I worked both days. Yeah, <laughs> I worked. You know, so like on well, New Year's Eve, the same thing. Yeah, I know exactly. And then I worked on New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day. So I was just like, well, I'm just going to work because this is the same as it usually is. But yeah. Uh, yeah so it's you know it's different it's new and um but uh but speaking of you know 2020 2019 was a thing that happened it was and there was a lot over and it's just over now and i i'm I'm having a hard time kind of wrapping my my brain around that because i i feel like we were i mean i mean 2019 was a couple weeks ago Technically, yeah. So it, actually, it was what a week ago. It was it's the seventh today. Yeah, it was a week ago. Dating our podcast as we tend to do, <laughs> not that often, but um, but yeah. So this has been a week into the new year. So what do we miss from 2019 already? <laughs> that's, yeah. So that's a, good, that's a good tagline. There you go. What do we miss already? I was employed for I want to say three quarters of 2019. So I, the that uh. One quarter plus a lot of the time that I had when I did have a job, I consumed a lot of media. Oh yeah, a lot, especially TV shows. Yeah. Uh, and have you watched The Mandalorian? I did. You did. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it. Yet. You would like it. It's I will. Good. Okay. Cool. It's uh, a lot more grounded and less hokey. I think. I think the one thing that's kind of made me a little kind of like, eh, like I don't know how excited I would be about it because I mean I love Jango Fett and I love uh, Boba Fett like as characters aesthetically they look they look mm-hmm. really great. Not necessarily how they were utilized <laughs> in both the prequels and the sequels, um, or in the original and the prequels. But. I mean, yeah, they just kind of showed up and died. <laughs> yeah, that's both of them. Yeah, um, said a, said a couple lines and then that was it. But I think what makes me a little kind of like not as excited about it is 
when I see something based in the Star Wars universe, but it doesn't have anything that you would immediately associate with Star Wars, i.e. lightsabers, that immediately kind of kind of makes me go, eh, no, we'll see. I mean, I was pleasantly surprised with Rogue One and how mm-hmm. good that movie was, how much I liked it. Because really, Darth Vader was the only lightsaber action. Yes. And don't get me wrong, that part made me creep my pants. However, <laughs> but... Uh, but other than that, there wasn't any lightsabers like in that movie, but it still did a pretty good job with making you like, yeah, you know, feel and empathize for these characters. So, so I, the creator yeah. of The Mandalorian, John Favreau, yes, he handles it really great. So you can expect to see. Well, yeah, he was a really great director of of like those first couple Iron Man movies mm-hmm. too. So he also plays Happy Hogan in yeah. the Marvel Cinematic and, uh, Universe. So he's yeah. So his co-showrunner, uh, I think it's David Filioni. He worked on the Clone Wars, uh, okay. animated show. Okay. So I don't know much about that. So they have people who have worked with source material before mm-hmm. working on it. That makes sense. Yeah. So some episodes are episodic while still continuing the plot line, and some are like fully plot focused. They're good. I would. I, it's a lot better than the the sequel trilogy we got, in my opinion. <sighs> well, we'll save that for another episode for sure. But, yeah. Uh, but um, speaking of you know shows and stuff based off of stuff, uh, The Witcher. The Witcher. Yes. I haven't seen that yet. I I've want seen to. six episodes. Oh yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's. I was uh, gonna say I I've heard really good things especially about Henry Cavill and just how like his performance of, yeah. of Geralt of Rivia so I when they first announced that he was going to be Geralt I was really skeptical because I'm like I mean I'm just going to see Superman when I when I see the Witcher <laughs> you don't see Superman at all like he stands out yeah as Geralt like he, I was gonna say you know you know he's a gamer right yeah yeah, yeah, Henry Cavill, he's like a big gamer, and like he read the books. He like so. actually fought to be on the show. Yeah, like when he first heard that they were that they were Netflix was gonna make a series before they had anyone cast. He was like, he told his agent, like, hey, call them, call them. He, he had them call him every single day, and they were like, hey, I'm Geralt. Yeah, and he's just like, we. Do. I, I I saw an interview where he was talking to someone, and they're like. Um, when they finally got back to us and they said like, yeah, we, we actually like, we don't even have a script yet, but (laughs) when we're, when we're ready to cast, like, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you in mind. Yeah. I think he, he absolutely kills it. And like the action is, is really great. I would say the production quality isn't quite up there yet. Mm. Uh, well, season two was already confirmed, wasn't it? Um, it hasn't been officially confirmed, but we, they're going to make a season two because it, The Witcher is one of the most streamed shows of 2019 for Netflix. Already? Already. I was going to say that came out like the that came out like mm-hmm. in November, didn't it? That's how well. How, it did. how is it the most? Stre- That's insane. Yeah, a lot of people were watching it. Like oh, so on man. Steam, the user the like the user count for The Witcher simultaneously was up to hundred thousand, which is the highest it's ever been for Witcher on Steam. So because everyone was changing their name to like Witcher something. No, no, no. Like the number of people playing Witcher three. Oh wow! Was a hundred thousand users. Wow! It reached a new peak. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say like it made me want to play the Witcher three again. I, I know, but he, I'm like that's too long. Hearing, but I still want to play. Know, it. Hearing hearing all the the hype about it, like I want to kind of get back into. It. I want to play Witcher Witcher three again. That was that was a good game. Yeah, and the the show right now like gives you the origin of Yennefer and it dives into more where Geralt comes from and all that. So it's like a good thing that if you haven't which played the, games, the Witcher, don't know. Which the games, um, the like the first two, they kind of touch on him. They a do a little bit. 
but, but I haven't played them. I so this I know a- I know a little bit of each, um, but I know way more about the third game uh, and kind of like the plot of that game. Yeah, um, and that definitely culminates like the the first two. Um, yeah, but, this uh, yeah. show is supposed to be more based on the books than the video games. Yeah, are. yeah. But and yeah, then, that, and then there's and then there's that one song that's gone viral. Tessa Coiner, yeah, you? yeah, that came out from that. I heard that song before I even watched the show. <laughs> and there's another, and it's a good song. There's another song they have. I think it's her sweet kiss. Hmm. It's even better than Tessa Coiner, which might be. Really? Hmm. Yeah, it's really emotional. I'll have to go find that then. But uh, Yaskier, who is Dandelion later on. He steals the show, right? Yeah, there. I was yeah. gonna say. I remember. I was like, isn't he? Isn't that like? Isn't that the bard? Isn't doesn't he have a different name? But yeah, he he is yeah. Yaskier, but he becomes Dandelion. I later. was like, when when they first introduced him, I was like, wait, why do they keep calling him that? I don't. I, apparently, I didn't know he had an actual name. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't that Dandelion? <laughs> no. Um, and uh, but I think but actually, my highlight show of 2019 would be The Boys. I don't know if you heard of that. I've heard of it. So it's based on a graphic novel, again, superheroes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has that really, really, like, outrageous, like, American, like, superhero who's, like, like a douche Captain America. He wears, like, the American flag. Right. And so I would say he's the best villain in 2019 in TV. Like, he... Oh, he's a villain. He's a villain. Oh, interesting. All the superheroes are villains. Oh, oh okay. So hmm. the, is the it premise st- of the show... Is it still on Netflix? It's on Prime Video. Oh, it's on Prime. Okay. It's on Prime Video. It's eight episodes. So the premise of the of the TV show is there's this group of superheroes called the Seven, uh, and they're part of this corporation called Vought. So superheroes work for this corporation to protect the United States. Um, there's like a bunch of other superheroes throughout the world, um, but you find through this new character joining the Seven that. They're basically just a bunch of corrupt, horrible people into the worst stuff. And just there's like, this, just like any organization, like it gets, yeah, it gets corrupt and like there's not. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. Cause they use their power to influence the government and all bunch of other stuff. Hmm. And there's this group called the boys who are people with no powers who want to kill these superheroes hmm. to get rid of them and their influence. Um, what's the name? Uh, Keith Urban plays <laughs> plays the most ridiculous character. He he talks like this, and he he uses so many swear words you wouldn't even know where to begin listing them all off. Wow! And it's like so. I mean, that's his actual accent. He's Australian. It's it's not a real <laughs> accent. The one he's using in the oh, show. It's, it's, it's so not, outlandish it's on more, purpose. It's, it's more it's more hammed. Yeah, uh, okay. it's it's a it's a okay, it's kind okay. of a satire of the whole superhero genre. Huh. On steroids, and it's really gritty, really funny, like kick, uh, like kick ass, but more, but, but more ridiculous, for, but but further into the <laughs> ridiculousness and like the grittiness and matureness. So it's it's really great. That sounds fun. I might actually, I might, yeah, try to. I would recommend it. That, I think yeah. you'd like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, a big thing for me last year was not necessarily even something that I enjoyed or consumed. It okay. was it was me watching my wife get into video games because uh so she like the most video games she had played before were like when she was a kid she played like pokemon and crash bandicoot 
And recently, um, like before we got married, she played like Sims on her on her computer. Right. That's kind of like was the extent of her video game playing. Um, when she first moved here, we played some games together. Like we played um, we played Black Ops like together, like uh, like zombies and also just like right. deathmatch and other stuff like that. Um, and but then I came home one day and she was playing Spider-Man. Oh, so she just on her own just yeah yeah it she up. just she just picked it up and started playing Spider Man by her she created her well we created an account for her like when we played Black Ops together but she yeah she she played on her account and she just she just played Spider Man all the way through and she completed the story I think and she hundred percented it she, nice yeah she got all the achievements all the stuff and all the all the city all the the all the parts of the of mm. New York. She didn't play the DLC, but she um, all the stuff that came with like the game. She completed. She she hundred percent at Spider Man. Nice. And I was super impressed with her. And um, then she then she dropped that and she played through God of War, <laughs> which is. No small feat. <laughs> no, that's that's a bit of a jump from yes. Spider-Man to God of War. And she completed God of War. <laughs> like the story. She very completed nice, it. Very nice. And I I never realized how much I <laughs> I mean, if she listens to this, she'll 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 learn this. But I never realized how like irritated I get watching someone play a video game <laughs> that doesn't like fully understand what's going on like i'm like i'm i'm like crawling like in like under my skin i'm just kind of like oh my gosh it's like right there but you know (laughs) so you didn't really give her hints or anything i uh, i there were times where i would kind of like instinctively kind of just go like oh go do that and then she'll be like don't i like i got it i got it and i'm like okay okay so she doesn't want any help yeah well no and then i'll shut up and then she'll ask me okay (laughs) and then you know so i just kind of i have to kind of just kind of suck it up and and let her figure it out and then and then if she has questions then if she so desires your assistance yes exactly exactly and then um but yeah and then she there's there were some times where like she couldn't beat a boss, so she was like, "Here, you do it." <laughs> but there was a really this was a really weird thing, um, and I don't know if you heard about this. There's a glitch, okay, in that game where you just skip a th- like the second act, <laughs> like like you skip over Elfheim, you skip over you skip over meeting the witch, like Freya, you skip meeting her. How sk- like like I. I don't know. I have no idea. I remember her playing, like starting, and then I went to work, and then I came back, and then she was in the mountain, like right before she fought the dragon. And I was just like, "Damn, you got far!" And then she was, and then she was saying like how, um, how she, um, like how hard it was, and like it's such a difficulty. It's like it's such a difficulty spike, and I was just like. I'm like, and then I saw her like struggling, and she was like, "How did you get through the like the dark elves and stuff?" She's like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's yeah. a glitch." Yeah, and then I started asking her questions like, "It's like, what did you think of uh, Jormungandr?" And she was like, "Who's that?" And I was just like, "Wait." Yeah, you would think she'd remember after yeah, just having played it. I know, and I was just like, I was just asking her all these questions like, "What do you think of this? What do you think?" Of this? And she's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." I'm like, "But you," it's like, "But you." <laughs> you're definitely at the point where you would have seen that and and then she met and then when she saved um 
um, one of the dwarf brothers from the dragon. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I love this guy. And she was just like, who is that? But you definitely what? met him. Like, I was like, she was like, who is that guy? I was like, you've met him already. Yeah, you have like, to meet him. Yeah, no, she was like, no, I haven't. I'm like, what happened? Like, and then I played through, uh, I started a new game plus with it. And she was watching me. And then I got to this, I and then I got to the part where I, I met Freya. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't, I didn't do any of this. Wow. I was just like, I was like, that's impossible. You would have had to do that to get to where you are now. She's like, no, I didn't. I went through the door and then I was in the mountain. I was like, hey. <laughs> and, then, and, and then she started over again. And then it started her back, like before all the mountain stuff. What? She was... lost all of her progress, like at that point. And then she just went, and then she went back to meeting the, um, Freya. Yeah. And then she went to meet Freya. Like they found the magical boar and then they chased after it. And then when he's like chasing after the boy, like in the fog, mm -hmm. she was like, I didn't do any of this. I was like, what? The boy has a name. Way to objectify him. <laughs> Way to assume. <laughs> um, but yeah, Atreus. Yeah. And he, she was like, I didn't do any of this. I'm like, that's, an, that's not possible. Like, th no, that, I, I don't understand. I've never heard of that. That's crazy. I know. And I tried looking it up. I tried asking on forums. I'm like, does anyone understand what happened? And there, and, no one no one has any idea wow yeah sometimes there's unique glitches like that that don't replicate a glitch you know one unique glitch per game that's a that gigantic glitch I, I wouldn't even say glitch is the right word it's so massive like it's it's, it's just a that's massive a, that's a glotch that's a glotch it's a big I, old glotch oh my gosh i can't even imagine because then finding out what happened or what she did to do that because then that gets into like speedrun territory yeah and you can just skip like one fourth of the story <laughs> and it's like speedrunners would latch onto that they'd be like excuse me i know i may I, I know your secrets i was gonna say i went on i went on speed form like for for god of war and i'm like what is there a glitch somewhere that you could like push against a rock and then skip half the story like is <laughs> that awesome? just like yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's like the it's like Mario sixty four where you like you oh, back yeah. jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, but yeah, that was so weird. And then, um, has she played anything since then, or was that the most recent thing uh, she played through? The most recent thing that she played through. Oh, of course, we played through Detroit Become Human. Right, we did that too. Great game. And we and we played a couple different times. We did one playthrough where. Um, well, Connor was Connor like became a deviant mm. and where Marcus led a mostly peaceful revolution. He he fought back against the cops, which kind of like brought down the, you know, and then um, and then and then we did another playthrough where Connor was just a robot. We like we didn't he didn't become a deviant, basically. And um, and he, uh, I think he gains the trust of what's his name, uh, Hank. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We that one hurt because we really, really, really wanted Hank to be friends with. You can play it in a way where Hank kills himself. I think, I think that's what happened in mine. It was bad. It's so sad because like because Connor comes to like you know and he's just like, oh gosh, we see the gun and we're like. Oh no! Mm -hmm. And then we leave, and we hear the gunshot. Like I, I, I cried. 
like I cried. I was like, I hate this. I hate this so much. And Lana's just like, it's okay. We'll play this again. Where Hank and <laughs> Hank, <laughs> Hank and Connor will be best friends. Friend. He still died. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, we did, and then we did another one where we did a peaceful, a completely peaceful run with Marcus, nice. no conflict at all. And because um, mine, mine had conflict. Yeah. But it was mostly peaceful. Yeah. And then do that uh the, robot. The, the one that we did <laughs> where we did it again where Connor what Connor and Hank were best friends. Like we made it so like we made all the right choices. Nice. And Marcus did peacefully. We let um Marcus? No, we let Kara? we let Kara die. <laughs> oh no. Which we switched off every time it switched um characters in the story. Mm-hmm. And that time like the order got mixed up after that because every time it would go back to Kara and then go back to you know it it would just skip to Marcus or back to Connor. <laughs> so she died early. She died very early. Ooh. We had her die like in the house. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's so early. <laughs> I know. And then and then when you load the game back up, the the android who's like there to greet you she was like i can't believe you let them die and i was like and we're just like we know we know but <laughs> we like, have to rub it in i know but the thing is though their story is so linear like you don't really play it any other way you know what i mean i only played it the one time so i don't know well we played we played it basically escape to canada right yeah well we played it twice one way they in one version they die right. but both like both of them die or all three of them die, like on the river. Even uh, what's her face? She... The girl. Yeah, the girl. Yeah, she dies. Wow. Yeah, they all die. Oh, uh, and then there's a, and then the other one was they where uh, Luther, her, and Kara they all make it through. The oh, border for me, like, Luther got left behind. It was so sad. Oh yeah, no, we we couldn't do that. But um, then they make it across the border and they're all family and it's nice. But uh, yeah, but then. But then when you have them die in the beginning, you don't have to worry about any of that. You don't have to worry about any of that. You don't have to worry them. about caring about them. Yeah, I know. I don't want to worry about caring for these, you know, very one-dimensional characters. I don't think caring... Luther's pretty one-dimensional. Luther's pretty one-dimensional. Um, Alice is... Alice, so yeah. So one-dimensional. Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't even say one-dimensional. She's, like, zero-dimensional. <laughs> She's just she's she's like a line. She has she has no like angles or dimensions at all. She's just a straight line. <laughs> oh man, Kara Kara has like the most development in in that storyline, but it's very minimal. Yeah, it's there's so not a whole lot of groundbreaking decisions that she makes. No, it's like, I mean it's like do I still the, do I steal the clothes or do I would it? say the most shocking thing happened in the beginning at the house. Yeah, that's like the most you know like yeah and like. That's like the most, that's like the craziest her story can divert, whether or not she like kills him or they just run away and run and run into him later. Like there's so many different ways, there's so many different ways it can go from there. But after that, yeah, it's pretty, you know, I would say Marcus's and Marcus's is pretty, is the most dynamic. Connor's maybe second. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would honestly even switch it. Because, I mean, you've played it more, you would yeah. know more. Well, because Connor, I mean, C- Connor's whole story is he, you know, he he was created by Cyberlife to to track and f- and find deviants and mm-hmm. find out why they become deviants, and he spends his whole story trying to figure it out while becoming a deviant himself, and he doesn't even realize it, right? Or like depending on how you play it, right? But 
in I guess in the the correct way to play the game. I feel like there's I feel like there's a way that the the, the game developers intended the the, yeah. the like the story to end. There's like 44 endings or something for, like for all the characters combined. There's so many different ways their stories. And I've end. seen like in some of the in some of the decisions like in terms of the small differences that can happen. There's like dozens. It's oh, yeah. crazy. Oh yeah. There's there's whole trees that that don't even show up in a story because you didn't make a decision like two scenes ago. Right. And, you know, it makes you go like, okay, well, how do we get that tree? Like, what do we have to do to get that? So you have to go back and find and like make a different decision somewhere else. And then it opens up everything. Um, so yeah, those are like the three big games that, uh, she played or, you know, she, or we played this year that, you know, kind of got her into, uh, video games and stuff so very cool i guess we have uh, a new nerd among us uh, yeah yeah speaking Fully of fledged speaking of new nerd which we need to get we need to figure out a time where we can get her on but um the friend of ours um david his wife uh yes david uh, david wooster he's a pastor of of my church but his wife recently uh, last year uh, watched all of the Marvel movies, <laughs> which is more than twenty films. Right, it's, it's impressive, and and she's been asking me a bunch of questions about my opinion and stuff like that. Like she was asking me, like uh, a couple Sundays ago, she asked me, um, "Whose side did I take, or whose side do I take in Civil War?" Mm. And I honestly didn't know at the time. Like I was, oh, thinking I was about very it. decidedly Iron Man. Really, I like hated Captain America up until Endgame. <laughs> like I thought it was a total jerk. It's it's crazy. Like if you would talk to people around that time, people were very decidedly one or the other. Oh, and yeah. passionate about it. Passionate about, it, yeah. Lotta actually, I talked a lot about, it and she said that she she would side with Iron Man. Good. Even though she herself has told me that Iron Man is not her favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. I've watched like I watched um, uh, Winter Soldier mm-hmm. again, and that paired up with civil war i kind of get captain america's side i'm kind of leaning more his side a little bit this podcast is over <laughs> and by extension this friendship is over <laughs> let me explain no this go this, ahead this is a guy who you know went in the ice to protect people right that was his idea then he comes back and he thinks that it, you know he comes back thinking that his government hasn't changed and it's the same you know q in civil war Oh no! Uh, Winter Soldier, he finds out. Oh, there's a you know, there's a lot more secret keeping going on that I'm comfortable with, and also they want to freaking make these weapons to take people out before they've done anything wrong, and kind of like what he says, like this isn't this isn't freedom. This is fear. Yeah, and like and kind of going back to what uh, he said, and I think it was Ultron. Anyone who tries to stop a war before it begins. You know, usually that's not good. Mm-hmm. And um, so then when he see it's and then he, you know, he's and then he find and then you find out in, in Winter Soldier that shield has been compromised and it's been run by Hydra for years. Right. Um, and then, you know, here comes Civil War, where the last thing that he has real control over, the last thing that he's like, no, like I can do good. I can do good for people, you know, despite, you know, you know. You know the the government with agendas and all that stuff. I can still do good. Now they're trying to take that away from him too, and kind of like what he said. Like, what if what if we need to go, but they won't let us? Yeah, because a big part of it was, uh, like you said, fear. Like mm-hmm. Iron Man 
totally gave in to fear. And he's like, yeah, we need to put some guidelines in place. Like that have, we need to be put in check. Which, yeah. Which, which even yes. then from that, like you could see both sides because like mm-hmm. they both make really good points. They do make really good points. Captain America, to some extent, is kind of instilling this almost like dictatorship of superheroes, like having the superheroes in charge of things. Why? Superseding the government. I, I think it's I think he's more. that's like the extreme that you could argue. That's the extreme you could argue. I feel like more where he where he was going was it's more he superheroes need to, you know, need to exist outside right. the government, not necessarily above, um, which is what Iron Man side is arguing. Like, we're not above the law. We're not above. Yeah, I know. Being which, I mean, it's the thing is, though, like both people could argue the extremes of, of both mm-hmm. arguments, but. You know, I don't think either of them were going to the extremes. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Because Captain America was saying, it's like, our the safest hands are still our own. Like, he was like, you I think, yeah. Even though, and I feel like the, I feel like the, the argument that was made really early on in Civil War, how um, in Sokovia and like the kid dying, the family's dying, all that stuff. That's such a paper thin argument because that wasn't the Avengers fault. Like the, it's been a while since I saw it. Well, well in in uh, Age of Ultron, where like he lifts the 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 city up in the air and then drop and then it all falls and stuff. Uh, Ultron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ultron. Yeah. Um. All I kept thinking to myself was like, well, that wasn't their fault. Well, I think it goes back to Iron Man creating Ultron. Y- yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I can see I can see Iron Man, you know, taking blame for that, but. But still, it wasn't like directly, but like regardless, like he didn't make him specifically to do that. Right. Right. So it was it was a mistake. Now, it's like, should I should should have Tony should Tony Stark had uh, been penalized or, you know, held responsible for the for for that for inadvertently, you know, making something that killed a lot of people? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Maybe, you know, involuntary manslaughter, maybe. For creating an AI that ruled, oh well, humanity's just dangerous. I'm just gonna just smoke them all, you know. He didn't. He didn't make Ultron with that intent. He made him to like protect protect the world. And then so anyway, but but Captain America, I get his I get his side where it's like, well, you know, you can take responsibility for that. Not me. I didn't do anything wrong. I was out there cleaning up your mess. Mm-hmm. So I can I can kind of get. Captain America side a little yeah. bit, and I kind of line up with him. I kind of line up with him more now. I used to be Iron Man, but then I've actually been thinking about it a lot more. I'm like, no, nah, I kind of, I kind of get it. <laughs> I'm yeah. not, I'm, you know, I get it. It's it's messed up that <laughs> you're getting blamed for something that you had nothing to do with. Yeah, yeah. So great movies. Yeah, great movies. But and then yeah, last year had had the wrap up of of that. And that whole thing, yeah. Endgame. Yo, for- I was actually watching it the other day. I haven't finished my my uh, current watch through, but still good, still oh, great, yeah. still great. I, I was actually listening to um, one of our one of our old episodes, and it was I think it was the God of War episode, and uh-huh. you were talking about how Gwyneth Paltrow spoiled something about like oh. about them like getting married and having kids. I was like, oh you just you just showed or just just spilled the fact that you know Tony's gonna live in this movie and he doesn't. <laughs> Is that what we said? Yes. <laughs> oh man. They they sometimes do a good job of subverting subverting yeah. expectations. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, oh man, that's still the the first like four minutes of Endgame, like with uh, Jeremy Renner's character with Hawkeye and his family. Oh, oh, so good. Oh, that like that like really rips at your heartstrings. Yeah, I didn't realize uh, Hawkeye's wife is played. I forget what she's called, but she's played by the actress who uh, played Velma in mm-hmm. the live action Scooby Doo. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. The other day I was like, hmm. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. That that's that's like a really old realization. Like people yeah. people realize that when Age of Ultron came out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, it's like it's a like, why is Velma in the MCU? <laughs> yeah, it took me way too long. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that was good. And this was, last year was pretty good for movies. And um, um, Knives Out was really great. I, yeah, I heard it was. It was, it was uh, a, a Daniel Craig uh, was nominated for a Golden Globe. Was he? For, yeah, for best nice. actor. Yes, nice. I think I can't remember who. It was uh, Chris it. Evans did a great job in it. I think he was my yeah. favorite character in it. I feel like now any movie I see with Chris Evans in, it's going to be hard to be like. It was a little bit hard. It's going to be hard to be like, oh, this is just Captain America. But it's funny because Captain America is like this pure, upright, like superhero the he, character he played in this movie was just this douchebag oh really yeah so it was a great contrast. I mean he's good at playing a douchebag he, <laughs> yeah. like in that one movie um, just another high school movie whatever it. oh it's so stupid but he's, <laughs> but he's he's in it and he plays like a douche high school jock so yeah oh, it's kind it was, of, uh, also, it's, oh, that's also similar to his role in Fantastic Four too yeah when he plays Johnny Storm he's just I, I was gonna say Johnny Cash st- totally not the character <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh um, but yeah <laughs> but yeah, it was great. A lot of really great dialogue, really funny. Yeah. Surprisingly complicated. Like it had some really great plot twists. Probably the best who done it movie. Jeez, was it I was going to say it was directed by M Night? <laughs> no, actually Ryan Johnson. Ryan jo- Oh. <laughs> he he's great. Uh, but so he actually worked <laughs> on a lot of stuff not Star Wars before Star Wars. Like I'm, he I'm sure directed he, I'm, I'm sure he did. He directed the finale to uh Breaking Bad. And a couple other I, I, episodes. I heard, I heard about that. Yeah, so... Which doesn't... I mean, that doesn't excuse him <laughs> from well, making bad movies. It's not a bad movie, but we, we have <laughs> thoroughly discussed this. Uh, yeah. No, he's but, worked on a lot of other stuff yeah. that people prefer him as yeah. working on. No, I get that. But Yeah, but that was... It was a really great movie. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see. It was a good year for anime, too. Anime, yeah. I was gonna say, um, Attack on Titan season three aired that last really year. Great. Um, the Demon, Demon Slayer, Slayer, Demon mm-hmm. Slayer. That that was I actually that still was have like two episodes to go. That was viral for oh gosh, it's so good. It's really like is. the the art style is so insane. It's fresh. It's, yeah. Oh gosh, it's it's weird. It's like it's like looking at like a Japanese like style painting like on a wall come to life it's really yeah like i know that sounds really cliche like, especially oh, like oh, the water like a, from his sword oh my gosh it's so and then and then later when it turns into fire yes oh my gosh beautiful it's it it's so surreal to look at like it, it's weird to look at it and go like wait this style of animation exists yeah i haven't <laughs> why, seen anything why like is anime before? not like more like this mm-hmm. there's this other anime i started watching i forget what exactly it's called but it's something something shield hero oh yeah the rise of the shield hero yeah it's it's great it's a great it's a great like parody of like isekai basically it was isekai isekai is the genre of like transported to a fantasy world yeah basically it's like sword out online yeah yeah you saw some of it uh, I've seen like memes and like some okay. clips of it, but uh, I think another, it's a lot better. Oh, another, another one is um, overly cautious hero. 
Have you? I've heard of that, but I... Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Really? It's so funny. It's just straight up a comedy. It's not even... It doesn't even... What is it said in? Um, so it's it's very much... Um, have you seen Kon- uh, Konosuba? No. That's another really good one. Those, I'm guessing I have something it, more to watch. Uh, there's two seasons, um, and they're and the uh, Konosuba is basically just like a, like a comedy parody show um it's i love it's, stuff like it's, that it's freaking ridiculous um the the first season has an english dub i don't think the second season has an english the english dub i think is arguably better because it's like you could tell like the voice actors are having really fun with mm-hmm. kind of like just being goofy and silly it's really fun i like it but in um overly cautious hero it's very similar where kind of like this goddess character summons a hero from another world to save the land from like a demon lord that's like so is it like middle ages type of middle age, middle ages setting yes and then um and it's like magic and you know all that okay. stuff so she she summons this guy who has who base level has like incredible stats it's like it's stupid like he's like He's like starting out with like the best, like the best, the best numbers in a video game ever. It's like basically like he's starting a new game plus. That's basically what nice. like the best way I can describe it. And he's, you know, and he's this, you know, this, you know, really generic, like cool, cool character. He's kind of kind of like Sasuke kind of style and kind of standoffish. And, you know, he's like ripped and he's really, you know, you know, good looking, all that stuff. The, the goddess is like basic is the the jokey character in the show where she really yeah the one she, who summoned him the one who summoned him she is she is definitely there for like um for like comic relief and she because she's trying to play it all serious and stuff and he you know he's not having it <laughs> so basically she summons him and she's like okay you've been summoned here to you know you know to to fight the demon lord or whatever and he's just like Nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Basically, because he was like, he was just like, you summoned here, you summoned me here, like from my normal life to like face danger and like life threatening things. It's like, nah, I'm good. It's like, if you're going to make me do that, at least let me train first. So he actually spends like months like training beforehand. And the uh-huh. whole, the whole bit in this whole show is that he's overly cautious and like he'll, like when he goes out first and he fights a slime, he fights a slime, he like, he like use he like kills it and then he uses like fireball on it like twelve times. <laughs> it's so it is so over the top ridiculous. Double and tap, yeah. He, he like he like quadruple <laughs> quadruple quadruple taps it and um they like he goes to buy. She's like I'll buy you I'll get you like armor and all. So he's like okay cool. So he's like I'll take I'll take three I'll take three of these <laughs> pieces of armor. She's like wait why do you need so many? It's like it's like. It's like one that I it's like one that I wear my spare and then a spare in case I lose my spare. <laughs> He's just overly cautious. That's so funny. Is is so ridiculously stupid and I love it so much. Well, you have to send me a link or yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was a good, yeah, it's just a good year for for like just like fan culture in general. It's yeah, there are really a lot of great games I played too. Yeah. Uh, so the most unique game I played. Uh, is Hideo yeah, Kojima? I was gonna say you told me a little bit about that. Yeah, I I'm getting close to beating the game. Um, <laughs> when did you get it? When I get it? Yeah. When did November? You get it? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I think I've played thirty hours. <laughs> yeah, I have like too many games to play. So. Oh, such a terrible problem to have. <laughs> I got I got to a point where it's just so fun. Like you wouldn't think. 
the brace on the premise being a delivery boy yeah but it's friggin' fun <laughs> like you open up so many deliver like so many um uh, transportation options you get a motorcycle you get different cars you get zip lines you could go across and like all these different things you unlock players can put in the world hmm. and they show up in your world and you oh. contribute to them make them like better structures and like it's really interconnected and it's really fun. Super bizarre. Like, strangest story I've seen in a game, but it's it like works. It's like a baby in a chest tank. <laughs> baby in a in a tank that's, like, from a stillborn mother, and it could, like, sense the, the like, afterlife and the current life. It's, like, the link between both worlds. Huh. Yeah. And it helps you see these other beings and kind of, like, the afterlife or, like, some sort of... It's like a weird, like, between like, both. like limbo in it, the real the, world. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's weird. Yeah, and so there's like some parts where you have to sneak around these. They're called <laughs> BTs. Yeah. Terrifying. And you could like lose your progress up to that point if you die to them. Wow. Or they destroy your packages or like, yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Not for everyone. The beginning is very slow. Really? But once all the upgrades and everything, everything starts uh, rolling in, it's like you can't even keep up with all the like awesome perks and yeah, like rewards a game, and yeah, a game that I've, I've been playing a lot uh, this year, or more like the end of this year, was um, uh, Tom Clancy's uh, Wildlands Breakpoint. How is it? Or uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint? Um, it's pretty pretty good. I've been playing it with Doug. I've been trying to avoid a lot of the story missions so I can like play them with Doug. Right. Um, because yeah, because I played a. Uh, Wildlands. Wildlands when, yes. Yeah. Well, the thing the thing with this game is you know how in Wildlands you get like three, you know, non-playable, you get like NPCs or whatever that like roll with you yeah. uh, when you're playing like offline or you're not like playing with a group. In this game, you don't get that. It's just you unless you team up with people. So it really encourages you to play. It Come really on. encourages you to play with other people. Um, but it's a lot of fun. It, it definitely leans more into the loot drop uh and like rpg style um than wildlands does yeah i heard it has a lot more microtransactions like a lot it it does i've been doing pretty well without needing it um it's been they also i think there's a good mix because they also just dropped like a um they dropped like a kind of like a crate or whatever for for like everyone and it was just like here's just like a bunch of blueprints nice. for like cool new guns and stuff if you guys want them. So like the blue how the blueprint system works out is you find a blueprint and it has uh, guns are set up or they're set up like number ranking wise. Mm-hmm. So it's like one to like hundred something or rather. So they give you a blueprint and it has like 101 over 107. So it's like when you when you buy this gun based on this blueprint, it'll be between those two numbers. So it's like you can kind of gamble that way. Um, and yeah, and they have different, um, tiers of the, like of the, of the guns, the different colors, basically different rarities. Yeah. Different rarities. Yeah. And you can dismantle some guns to improve other ones. And, um, it's the, 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 the skill tree is so much bigger in this game is ridiculous. There's four different classes that you can use. There's, um, there's medic assault uh, uh, stealth and uh, sharpshooter, mm-hmm. and Doug has Doug has been ro- rolling with the sharpshooter. And with the sharpshooter, you get um, like a perk you get is you can use armor piercing rounds 
um, every once in a while. Um, when, like once it charges, you can use armor piercing rounds, and those are like like fifty cals on steroids. Nice. <laughs> it's insane. It's like an anti tank round, basically. <laughs> and then assault, which I've been running, and I've just totally embraced it with like the assault rifle, and then the um, and then like the underbell uh, grenade launcher. <laughs> that would be me, just rushing and kill everything. <laughs> yeah, and with that, you basically get. Um, like a boost where it's like juggernaut boost where you like you stab yourself with a syringe and then like you shoot pe- and then you can you know nice and then like the more people you kill the more health you get and the longer your rage like stays up so you could just plow through an entire nice. base just on can on you have the- random people join your group too uh yes you can um do you usually just play you too uh we do we i'm i'm never i've never been um, one to really like play with a bunch of randos. Yeah. Cause it's, I don't know. It's just, I would much rather, plus like I, you like to talk to them. Like you have to invite them to your, oh, okay. to your like audio, to your, to your party chat. And I just, I don't know. You're just like, whatever. I don't I just, I'd rather just like play with my friends <laughs> instead of like people that I don't know. And it's yeah. just like, I just didn't know if it like filled your squad or something. It, no, it doesn't. Okay, I mean, cool. well, it's cool is that there's like a home base or whatever, like in the mountain and you can go there and that's where they have, like the menu, like the menu, like in the previous game where you go like PVP and, and all the online stuff, they have like a general HUD or like home base where all that stuff is. And you just go there and you can do everything. So you see everyone in their OC running around mm. um, and you can invite them that way or you can just go online and like try it and like on the menu and invite people. So very cool. Yeah. So that's a fun game. I've been playing that a lot. And uh, but... That, that's all I can think of. Yeah, I could go for a lot, a lot, a lot of other games, but but that's just the game that. Well, you could really one other game, Sekiro, Sekiro oh, Shadow's the, Dad twice. Yeah. You are a acrobatic ninja, basically, or samurai. You have this grapple arm, grapple arm that you use to like circumvent the territory and get above enemies, and you could jump down and assassinate them. It's from the makers of uh, Dark Souls. Mm. So it's freakishly hard. Like, I almost gave up on this game several times. And I've never been so mad at a game. It's so hard. Like, it's probably one of the top three hardest games I've played. Like, wow. you just die time after time after time. But you finally beat a boss, and it's so satisfying. <laughs> but... Oh. Yeah, it's just it's a really interesting world with really cool character designs. The music, everything is just like very old, like samurai Japanese, and it it fits really well. Really great game. Um, but yeah, we had a, a lot of great stuff in two thousand nineteen to play. Definitely a tougher year than I would have liked, but yeah, yeah. Um, I guess one last thing that I would. Uh, encourage our viewers to do is take care of yourself like mm-hmm. self-care is self-care important. is really important and if it, if you find that through playing games or watching tv or spending time doing that same thing the same stuff with loved ones like mm-hmm. look out for yourself like yeah i, I don't think we can overstress that point because it's it's not you know i mean of course there's a point where you know self-care could turn into you know like self-loathing or it can turn into you know like selfishness but Mm -hmm. um don't let that fear keep you from like 
trying like taking care of yourself. That's kind of what that's kind of the trap I fell into. Yeah. Of like, well, I don't want to worry about myself because, you know, I have to stay humble. And it's like, well, you know, you know, at, that, uh, at one point it's like you're not staying humble anymore. You're just being self-destructive and that's not better. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you have to learn to love yourself before you can really like love others. Yeah. If you don't love yourself, then it's, then you could look out for other people. Mm-hmm. Look out for yourself. It makes it easier to look out for other people. Yeah. So yeah, we care about you viewers, yeah. listeners, listeners, consumers. Consume me. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Um, thanks but, for tuning in. Yes. Thank you for turning, for turning in, for um, turning in tonight. Um, yeah. So hope you have a good rest of your day, evening. Catch us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us at nerdingoutpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, in the subject line flavor blasted we will just give us um, suggestions give us feedback anything like that we will if you have an idea for an episode or a topic that you want us want to hear us talk about or hear our takes on let us know via email or or like twitter or facebook just kind of message us either one of those ways and we will do it and we'll we'll will shout you out as as the person who will literally shout into our microphones (laughs) you realize if we don't do that then it'll they'll be disappointed we'll just like lean far away from the microphone so we don't break them (laughs) (laughs) there it is um but yeah so thank you very much for listening and we look forward to bringing you content this year and love you and we'll see you next time bye-bye i love you guys more (laughs) see ya Actually, um, I want to talk a little bit about the apartment. I was really excited about that. So it's two bedrooms, mm-hmm. one bath. And is it recording? Yeah, it's recording okay. now. So, um, and it's 800 square feet. That sounds like a lot. That is almost three times as much as we have now. Oh, <laughs> so it's a lot. We have like even two, if it's not a lot. We have like 280 or something wow. in our studio right now. So we're we're jumping up to yeah, exactly. It's That's crazy. a massive upgrade. Oh yeah, um, rents like 1550. Which is which is decent for yeah. you know for the area. There's definitely some places that are more expensive, but that's San Diego. So yeah, we saw one um, that was a one bedroom for like twelve ninety something, but it was like really small and kind of like dark, and because some parts were kind of old and stuff. So we we were like, oh, we'd be happy with that, but we didn't want to you know stick with that. So sounds like my grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's nice, and then we can. Um, there's two bedrooms so we can have like a guest room slash office space i can put up some some soundproof foam and stuff like that maybe and we can have like a legit recording office for the podcast uh oh i was thinking torture chamber but you know that works better <laughs> and it's probably more legal yeah but yeah it it has hardwood floors so we um we have to put like some like like a rug down or something but uh but put stuff up on the walls and stuff and yeah it'd sounds be, great yeah it'd be nice we uh Hoping to move in next week, actually. That soon? Yeah, because we we have to sign the lease on the twelfth before the twelfth, and then we'll get the keys probably, and then after that, it's just slowly moving stuff in. Our last day in our old apartment is February third. February third. So that is before my birthday. Yeah, and my first day of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it'll be a good day. It'll be a good day. A lot going on. Mm-hmm. So. 
Okay, so I'll I'll start it up. And we'll... Was that your your knuckles? Yeah, I go like that. Ooh, I like it. 